Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello and welcome to this episode of Project Management Insights. At the moment, you are probably holding, still holding a lot of virtual meetings because of the COVID-19 virus and the fact that you may not necessarily be working in the office. For some of you, remote meetings might be, or virtual meetings might be, a standard part of your week because you might have remote teams that work across different sites, different countries, different states, and so virtual meetings might be a common way. I guess what I'm imagining is that, I mean, we've all been involved with virtual meetings at one time or other. And what I want to talk about is the three ways to include everyone in virtual meetings. You know what happens when you're in the office and you schedule a meeting. There are people that come because they want to come to the meeting and they want to be involved. They want to talk through things. They want to be part of the decision making. Then you find and you notice that you have people that turn up to your meetings that simply turn up just because they know that if they don't, they're going to be seen as not wanting to be involved or they're going to be criticized. And so they just show up and they don't really get involved in the conversation. They don't get involved in the decision making. And oftentimes they might have very little to say. And so those people are still going to be there even though you're going to be holding your virtual meetings. They might be the people that will just show up just for the sake of showing up. What we want is to be including and making sure that we're getting the best from everyone and by that I mean their input, so the use of their skills and their knowledge and the information that they hold because a lot of the time that's the reason you're asking them to a meeting. You want them there to be able to solve a problem for you, handle an issue for you, understand how to mitigate a risk for you, talk about why money, you know, your budget's being chewed up. You want them there and you need them there to be able to provide information to you so that you have a full picture of what's going on or have different aspects or different ways of handling things that need to be done for your project. So, there are three things that you can do to make the people or have the people that come to your meetings, your virtual meetings, involved as much as possible. Now, the first way is to prepare and send out information about the meeting topics beforehand. Now, I like to do this by sending out an agenda, and it doesn't need to be a formal agenda that's, you know, on a, an actual template or anything crazy like that. But what's wrong with drawing up a set of three focal things or five focal things that you want to discuss or have outcomes for at your in your meeting that you're holding? Send that out to them beforehand so that they are aware and able to consider how they might be included or be involved or might be able to participate at least if you give them a heads up about the things that you're going to be talking about, as I said, the outcomes that you want, the decisions that you have, the go- the, that you want to make, the goals that you have, then there's a better likelihood of them feeling like it, there's topics that they can actually participate in and 
places where they can share their knowledge. And I think the other key piece of this, and it's the second way to include everyone, is to ask for input, suggestions, and ideas to be provided before the meeting. That way it gets them thinking about the knowledge that they have, the information that they can share. And maybe they don't want to share that with all of the group that's going to be engaging or interacting on the virtual meeting. Maybe they will just send you the ideas and their inputs and their suggestions. And that's okay. At least if you're having a dialogue with them, they're more engaged and more involved than what they would be if that didn't happen. Because the thing is, if you get people to send through information, knowledge, ideas, suggestions, then when you're in the actual meeting, participating in the meeting with everyone, you can ask them a question. You can engage them and and talk to them about their suggestions or their ideas. So it's a way of invoking a conversation rather than asking them or asking someone for a suggestion or an input and not getting anyone to respond, which often happens. And yet sometimes the people that are involved or engaged in your project meetings are going to hold a lot of information and knowledge that it would be really valuable for you to tip into. So prepare and send out the information about what it is that you want to achieve in your meeting and ask for those input suggestions and ideas to be provided before the meeting. And as I said, it is okay for them to send them just to you rather than to everyone if they're not comfortable doing that. And then if you're not, you're finding that you're not getting input from people in that way, then ask specific people or people specifically for their input. You might know, for instance, that I have a knowledge about databases or I have knowledge about data management. Well, if you have a specific question about data management or an issue with data management that you need to correct or find a solution to, then send me an, uh, send me um, a request or a, you know a question specifically and ask me for my input. And then when you get to the meeting, it's about engaging then with me as that person and asking me to share what I shared with you one on, you know, in the email or one on one via a phone conversation. Ask me to share that with the broader meeting, because, again, you want people interacting and involved in a, in a broader context rather than those one-on-one conversations with you. It's not that the one-on-one conversations aren't valuable, but when you have these meetings, oftentimes someone talking about something will trigger a conversation, a broader conversation where things might be interrelated, people might be doing work and what someone says and how someone approaches it, the resolving a problem or an issue might impact somebody else's work. And so you're opening up dialogue and general discussion in the meeting from a broader context. So consider that it's really, really valuable to have this sort of input before you start so that it triggers further conversation. It triggers more detailed discussions. It triggers people's, um, I suppose, approach, people's uh, ideas, people's to test people's assumptions, which we, you know we've spoken about before. And then it also helps, I guess, highlight those expectations because 
you might find that in talking about database management, there's an expectation that somebody else will do something. Well, if that person's on the on the call or in part of the virtual meeting, you can then check that expectation with that person and call it out and ask them to validate whether the expectation is real or not, just like you can validate assumptions with people. So be mindful and think in a broader context of expectations, assumptions, how you're going to problem solve, where there's interconnectivity and have the discussion, a broader discussion with the broader group by getting those people that don't normally speak up and that aren't normally engaged in meetings, whether that used to be when you were in the building um, in, in in a physical meeting or now in the virtual world, get them engaged as much as possible and interacting as a group to solve these problems, to participate in discussions, to check assumptions, to validate expectations. And by that, you will find that you have more engagement and more involvement from people than you might have had, had you just sent out a meeting invitation and expected that people were just going to show up and be involved in the meeting. Because as you know, that's not always the case. And so what you want to be do is what you want to do is be proactive at engaging the people on your team so that when they come to the meeting, they are as engaged as they possibly can be and providing you with information, knowledge and support so that you still get the best outcome from your meeting or for your meeting uh, rather than having it a waste of time, which is not what you want at all. You want the most participation and the best outcomes possible. And then you might find that people are more interested in attending the meetings rather than considering them a boring waste of time, which we all know we've attended those meetings that have been felt like a boring waste of time, and especially when you're busy uh, in the depths of delivering project outcomes. So think about it and work out how you can use these three ways to include everyone in your virtual meetings moving forward. Okay, that's it for another episode of Project Management Insights. Remember to like, follow, share, subscribe and write a review and reach out to me via LinkedIn if you have any questions or have any topics that you want me to talk about in future episodes of Project Management Insights. Until next time, happy project management. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.